Hey, Judy's here. CK Dab is in the building. And we're Drink to a Mary Podcast. Well, first of all, we definitely want to welcome Janetta back to the table. Yeah, she is an honorary member at this point. We only like first episode lady. five or six. Adopted, sure. adopted first lady. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm, I'm drinking wine. Uh, this time because the cocktail that Janetta fixed me had me talking crazy. Man, had him on 10. Yo. Like, immediately. <laughs> this guy was turned up the whole episode. He came out the gates. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> Yo, man, I, I ended up uh, realizing I needed to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts today. See if the wine has the same effect on you tonight, right? <laughs> That's like glass number two. Blame it on the out, out, out. Alcohol. Even Steven on the wine. Man, look. Yeah, that, that drink was official, though. I'm glad you liked it. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all ain't want me to get that recipe, but I got it anyway. Y'all was hating. Y'all was hating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a podcast-specific drink, and you were cultivating yeah. it stuff. You know what I'm saying? Drink till we get married, right? Man, so who yeah. you drinking with till you get married? So I, ain't get, I ain't getting married with y'all. I ain't getting married with that's a hell of a drink. <laughs> I ain't drinking with y'all. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find out who it is. <laughs> no, Can I ask I, the same question? I'll just drink the tea. Can I, I ask the same I question? I didn't say I'd be drinking until mm-hmm. I got married. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't say I'd be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke until I'm sitting here looking at y'all. Is what I be doing. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Crazy. How you doing, fellas? Man, great, great. Feeling great. Had a birthday last week. Man, I had one of the best birthday oh, weeks. I didn't believe it. Thank birthday. you so much. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you yeah. feeling? 60 and shit? Man, man, you know 60. <laughs> hey, hey. Looking this good at 60 feels yeah. amazing. <laughs> Yo, I'm I telling you. I parted over the weekend. Ah, and that must have felt good. Yeah, I was fine. <laughs> that probably was supposed to be as funny as it was. <laughs> This is like, I felt good, right? I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but okay. <laughs> and she was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, hold nah. on now, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what you doing? Hold on. She was like, well, what do you do? Asking me all these questions. This, you know, like, woman. Well, she was from the Caucasus Mountains. And I know. probably young and looking bad. I was like, hmm. I drink water. Juices and medis. And I drink vodka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, so you don't drink beer? No. You don't drink soda? No. You should have been water. like, peace, leather face. <laughs> <laughs> what a but combination. Yeah. So, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate happy that. Birthday, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It was... So, no invite to us to the party or just to me? No, I had to insert myself into the, uh, into the oh. mix. Paul was out of town. You know, it's so, always good to say, here's a bus. Throw a ball under it. <laughs> Even if everything is going bad, I, I, here's a bus. Throw a ball The milk's no, going you bad. You did, it, it's cool because I, I kind of had to like press the issue a little bit. Hey, man. Look. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, a word. He started talking about the, the shit he was doing. I was like, word? Okay. And I'm he, not. He's over exaggerating. This guy's over exaggerating. Am I not? We we was, we was having a combo. I had just I had just made plans. Pri- <laughs> Goes down in the DM directing us. <laughs> and get them gems. Hey, out man, check it, check it. Listen, I chopped it up with him right after, not too long after we made plans, and I'm telling him about what we're gonna do. And when I say we, I'm talking about my mom and my sisters. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like I had a whole big party. It was just yeah. my, my immediate family. His real family. Home. Yeah. They know so, who we are. So, you know, this is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Your family knows who we are. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do listen. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm trying to explain. Anyway, my point is, he felt some type of way. I did. Because he didn't get an invite. I, I did. I, I mean, but I he was getting the invite. Yeah. No. He was getting the invite. So I he said. Smart, Paul. We were not, apparently. Yeah, so I was like, oh, so... You don't smoke so cigars. <laughs> so I was like, only your real siblings can get, get the invite. It's just going to be you and your real siblings. Hey, listen to this guy. No he was, hey, listen, and this is exactly what he said. This it is verbatim. This is verbatim. Is, <laughs> is this the thanks I'm getting? <laughs> yo, he really felt some type of way. I was like, yo, chill, fam. He going to pull up. And of course... You know, we made it happen and had a great time. That's dope. So, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was dope. All right, so speaking of, you know, what are you, what are you having? 
tonight? What are you going to smoke tonight? Mm. I think I'm going to have that Odyssey coffee. Okay. Um, That's but, been your shit lately, right? Yeah, it has. But I did have a great stick about maybe two weeks ago, an upsetter. Mm-hmm. You were telling me about that one on another, I think a previous episode, or you maybe you dropped it in the group chat mm. uh, about the upsetter. And I finally had an opportunity to try one uh, when I was at a cigar lounge in Durham mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's the Upsetter Rocksteady. And it was. I've heard of it. I've never, I've, I've never had that particular um, variant. But uh, for the listeners, they describe Upsetters, that line. Is being like Caribbean atmospheric infused mm-hmm. yeah. or something like that. So yeah. the best way to understand it is like when you go into like a reggae store or you know one of them kind of stores and like the way it smells in there, the incense like the, type yeah, of smell. It kind yeah. of the stick itself kind of has a similar aroma. So it's not like smoking an, an incense, but it, it was has, floral though. It, it had like floral notes. Yeah, yeah. it kind of has like that, that oil, the essential oils. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of has like that that presence about it. Yeah, making it unique. It was legit. Yeah, it was legit smoke, man. So, I'm ignorant because I'm over here like it was tastes like jerk chicken. Oh, you would think that, Paul? Personally, I have like 15 beef patties in my freezer right now because I enjoy the flavors. So I, you know, you'd be you'd be helping me out if you found something that tastes like beef patties. Come on, man. That jerk chicken, man. For real, You know that little bit of jerk make it a little bit sweet and yet savory. Yeah. Yeah, then spicing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what you mean. That's what the Kanye said. But I'm gonna have the Odyssey coffee though tonight. That's what I'm gonna have tonight. But that uh yeah, that upsetter Rocksteady, check that mm-hmm. out, it's official. Word. What about you? I'm going with that um suggestion that you had last week. Uh, the tabak the tabak tabak. Tabak. So that's the uh the dark rap is the uh Negra? I got the neg- negra. It was negra de something. Yeah. Uh, negra tote. No, negra. Robusto negra. That's, that's a good what stick. it was. Yeah. But it's a. I know it's coffee infused. I know. Yeah. I know that, and that's one of the darker ones. Yeah. But I haven't tasted it yet. Y'all. Y'all seem to have high regard for it. So I, I like it. I wanted to try it out. Yeah. yeah. I like that stick. I'm gonna have uh, the doce. Okay. Uh, it's a tabac. I had a feeling that it was. Now all of them come very highly rated. Yeah, yeah. I was gifted with one of those the negro. Maybe like two years ago, and just you know, on the humbug smoked it, and it was official. So I think you're gonna really uh, uh, enjoy that. So, sure. what are you having? Uh, you what, what your what, what's your imagination having? What are you, what are you Khalifa Ketch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was about to just say point five. <laughs> Cigar Lounge, right? The podcast. Our honorary first lady just get the cigar and dump shit out. Yeah, yeah. She don't want the. She and don't. Pack it, feel me? Yeah, she don't want the tobacco in her shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't smoke, but when I went to Vegas, but when I do, but when I do, <laughs> it's <laughs> not tobacco. <laughs> That's sativa. Was it sativa or? It was. I think it was sativa. Mm-hmm. The one that makes you like. I was like, yeah. Oh my yeah. Oh, you see me over here looking at you like this. You don't believe me? No, it's just <laughs> the weed smokers that get like on their hot on their on their on their box and be like, oh no, I've never smoked weed. Oh, I eat edibles. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go into states where like. Well, I'll do it a little bit because it's legal here. Okay, guys, stop, stop it. You either with the shits or not. <laughs> or go back to your little alcohol drinking what shit. Because us over here that smoke weed. <laughs> we smoke. We smoke it. North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Vermont. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that because, like you just said, they don't know what they're smoking here. Uh, yeah, it just happened to my best friend did the research on it. Facts, facts, facts. Okay, okay. Yo, so look, real quick, you know, we're rolling off of Black History Month. 
So a couple things happened that we should probably just acknowledge, right? Kobe Bryant got a statue. That was there. I didn't know about that. At the at the site of the plane crash, of the helicopter crash. Mm -hmm. A lot of people had mixed reviews about the likeness, Mm -hmm. but you know, I guess we can. Yeah, he looked a little Caucasianish. (laughs) Did he? To me, to me, I just thought he looked. I just think he looked like Lamar Odom, like a regular, like just some. Like I look weird. I mean, his nose nose was a bit more pointy than I would. His nose looked a little bit weird to me. Yeah, I just thought he looked like just an un, just some undescribed black man. The statue at the crash site. The crash site. So it's actually temporary. Yeah, it is temporary. It's temporary. So they they put so basically. Basically, what happened is an artist who really it's loved weird. Kobe created a mural, right? Okay. They put it out there. And then, like, for publicity purposes, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's great. Now, upon further review, he looks like Lamar Odom or not Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I don't know. Who that is? He, it ain't Kobe. It's definitely not Kobe, yo. Just right? some dude. Yeah, I actually <laughs> had gotten a lot of arguments on it in regards to, like... Did you? Yeah, like, people, like, talking about, like, either, either A, Kobe is, like... The not great time in his life, right? The trial when he cheated on his wife or whatnot. Really? Mm-hmm. Why are we always yes. talking about old shit? That always gets drugged well, into it, though. That, that, that's that's double. So why we always bring up old shit? Sometimes we lose stars by the old shit that gets brought up. Mm. But um, <laughs> but I mean, Kobe. I mean, that was his wife stayed with him. So who am I? Yeah, that's true too. That's, that's true. Too. That's yeah. true too. Yeah, yeah that true. is true too. But yeah, there was some argument, and then it was like, "Well, what about the other people? Why are there a statue of them?" And then some people were like, well, did, "Did they? What? How many points did they average?" Mm-hmm. And like, it's like it's a jacked up way of looking at it. But like, mm-hmm. the resolve that I noticed just with people in social media is that mm-hmm. the other survivors are actually on that mural as well, like yeah. listed. Yeah. So but people take not. a lot of what they don't know and create mm-hmm. just okay. come with their own narratives. Yeah. yeah, just run with okay. it. Um, you know. Maya Angelou. I'm looking for my quarter. Yeah, I haven't seen one either. <laughs> I would like one, but Maya Angelou has a quarter. Someone, has, someone I know has like three. No, you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So Y'all, it's, it's actually in circulation. Mm-hmm. When the last time you used change? Eesh. I get lots of change. Really? I get mad change. I yeah. get mad change. It's we all deal with change, but not not that type of change. No, like I'm I got, talking about change. Like I got one of my. Dresses. I'm talking about coins. Yeah, yeah. Coins. Like one of my drawers for my clothes is like full of change. Yeah. So to your point, I don't know it's where a weird I get thing this about change me. from. Yeah. Well, you thought it's also a change yeah. shortage, coin well, shortage, I should say. Yeah, for real. Come to my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when did they put these into circulation, though? This year, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, the coin this shortage started was like, yeah. like last year. This is recent. That was also met with, you know, discourse. Yeah, we what? still ain't got Harry Tubman. Yeah, I was like, where's Harry Tubman? You heard a lot of black folks saying basically, like, this is like what I call. Um, it's pandering. Yeah, well, pandering. Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Time out. Like, it, so, you know, just to give a, a quick piece of background information, it says the Maya Angelou quarter is the first coin in the American Women, Women Quarters program. Okay. So, you know. It's not just stopping at her. Yeah, it sounds like there's more to come. What's interesting about that, though, is to the pandering piece, like coins, cash is pretty much going like it's obsolete at this point. Mm, it is. I mean, people normally the, the, the most places you find cash is on the black market. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You got cash that are using it in that way. But you got Bitcoin. Well, you have cryptocurrency has taken off. Yeah, I really, I really have cash, and, and and you're right. I rarely have cash. However, cash However. is still king. Yeah. So, it so is. it's possible yeah. that so cash is becoming less white collar and more blue collar because there are still demographics that rely heavily on cash itself and are able to break into that Bitcoin and all. So yeah, and even outside of that, I think a big part of you saying that it's not is that. Soon as times get like what we've been dealing with, is people go get their cash. Yeah. True. In fact, these banks, like I've talked to people working mm-hmm. in the banks, and they're like, it's a ridiculous amount of like they're working overtime at ninety percent of the banks because basically Ukraine, uh, COVID, Ukraine, COVID, and all of that stuff is making people go in and grab their cash out and liquidate out of those investment accounts. Yeah, and it makes sense though because if your money is just sitting in the bank anyway, people are also becoming aware that. It's you have inflation in the bank. 
It's an, exactly the right. Bank the bank is using it now. People are now becoming aware of that, and mm-hmm. so they're taking, you know, they're realizing, hey, look, if they're doing that with my money, I need to do it with my own money versus leaving it to them. But when you have, you know, crisis like what's going on in Ukraine, mm-hmm. that's what's driving this. But I still think that the whole idea of it is pandering. Like they they want to do these things to make us feel like we're good or that we're we're taking steps forward, and we're not really taking any so steps this forward. Is the thing. So. We have to be very careful with the narrative behind that. Mm-hmm. We can't say we want them to do things. Thank you. And then when they start doing things, regardless of what it looks like, do you know what I'm saying? We have to be very Hold on, careful. I'll unpack that a little bit. What do you mean? So you it's just more about we are we're asking we ask for certain things. Now get you, I, I I completely understand. Can we get the George Floyd Floyd bill passed? Like things like that. But no, you'll give us Juneteenth. Yeah, but let me let you me. What I'm saying is what we really need is economic empowerment. All this other yeah. stuff don't even really matter because it doesn't really create real change in our community. But this is the thing. They're not gonna get that to us. Well <laughs> unless <laughs> unless we unless we push for it, right? One of the one of the thing, biggest issues is we we don't and I know we're kind of getting off topic and veering off no, a little bit. We don't get we're not we're not I use this I like this word. We don't have solidarity, right? right. If we had solidarity towards reparations, which is what every other uh, group. nationality or group yeah. gets yeah. when they've been persecuted in the way yeah. that yeah. they have been, mm-hmm. then we can create real change. If we were all on the same accord towards that. The problem is we, the white man will never say what they did was wrong and that we deserve. That's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. They will give you any they will give you, you know what I'm saying? Like everything else except admitting that they were wrong and being held accountable. Because we don't push for it though. Every every other race, actually, they never stop. Like let's let's let's, let's talk about let's even let's even talk about the LGBTQ plus community. Right? They they have in the last 20 to 30 years pushed their agenda forward. But you know who helped them? We did. To my I mean, again, it goes back again. I think again, and that's again that's solidarity though. That's solidarity. They have it, and they don't stop until okay, their until their agenda is met. Go ahead, fall, go ahead. Fall, 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 fall. Go ahead. Right, let me hear it. No, let me. Hear it. And, and, and this is why I don't agree. Because I would normally be behind. We don't. We don't all get on the same page. I think the only reason why we're not on the same. I think you ask the average black person, they're gonna say reparations. I think there is a discourse because everybody can't come to an agreement of what reparations look like, right? And I think that that. That actually leads into the reason why you can't actually give it. But to her point about them not ever actually giving reparations, I'll go into this. What I came in here today, what I came in today here bitching about today, right? You think about it. You came out of a pandemic. It was clearly put everywhere and we were all collective that black and brown people were disproportionately affected by the pandemic. Nothing changed. But it was out there. It was prevalent information. Mm Mm-hmm. We had the 60s, right? We were all together on the same page. We had the 60s, yeah. and then by the end, you knocked off the heads, right? And then that never came back, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gerrymandering, and what that means is redrawing political lines mm-hmm. that favor oh particular, yeah. most times Republicans mm-hmm. because they, they're sitting and they'll push it for another eight years, yeah. right? We just talked about Wells Fargo literally just got out of trouble for raping their, basically raping their, uh, uh, their constituents by, with fees and mm-hmm. all of that, right? right. And then they're not even done finished paying that fee off. And here we come and find out a major bank like Wells Fargo, which I think most of us in Charlotte know a black person, a few black people that were there. Yeah, mostly, like I see a lot more there. Mm-hmm. 53.5% of mortgages. For black people last year were rejected. So it makes me say that we keep we keep making the noise. I think there is noise. I think there is some solidarity, but to her point about they're not gonna give it to you. And I'm just gonna make this this quick turn right here because you said, well, look at the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and they've pushed it. Dave Chappelle said something that I did agree with. If the LGBTQ community was only black and brown people, that would that agenda would have never been moved. I was yeah. waiting to okay. say that. Yeah. Right? It's the that. fact that yeah. in the white, like a white man, like even with like Caitlyn Jenner, like, and I think it's a, what I, I don't necessarily like about the fact is, well, he's still Republican making laws and voting the way 
of a conservative white male right. while reaping the benefits uh, of LGBTQ agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are black men that are in that same position that could not do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I I disagree in the fact that it's not like us being on the same solidarity as much as some things just aren't getting pushed in our favor because it it, might, it, it okay. requires you to be it requires them to be accountable for what has happened. So yeah. so are we are we saying that it's never going to change though? Is that is that the consensus that it's just never going to change? If we sit and we deal and we just accept it? I don't say that. I say we keep pushing, but we also can't turn our nose up when things do happen. And that's what we tend to do in our community. Yeah, and the thing the thing about the things happening like the whole the coins, the dollar, like the Juneteenth was my. I mean, that, that's how you pass that, and you had the George Floyd bill. Even with the Juneteenth thing, have you been ever been told by like? Because this is what got me after they said, "Okay, we gave Juneteenth," yeah. and then like the first two white guys that told me "Happy Juneteenth," what do you think I did? Well, why would you not? They got off. They got a day off. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they got they got to be in, a, and they actually felt probably <laughs> that they were being. Like woke and understanding to say happy Juneteenth, you guys have a holiday. That's the problem with giving us things. Yeah, and that's my frustration about yeah. with the Behind entire it. process of just giving us stuff but that doesn't really create real change in our right. communities. Like we still, at the end of the day, even if we can't come to a quote unquote consensus on what reparations should look like, there should be a some strategy or plan forward to get to that place. <laughs> Right? Do you think they're going to give every black person reparations? That's, that's not, not every black person, right? But people who are true descendants of. They, you know, slaves. Like so then I have Asheville to go and get my it. DNA to do it, and I don't necessarily want to do that either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's but I mean, we give out, but you give your DNA anyway. Every time you, every time you have your physical and you get your blood taken, you're giving your DNA. So you don't know where that, yeah. where, that where that's right. going. When you have a kid, they take that that DNA. You don't know where that where that's going. Like we do a lot of stuff that, that we don't know you don't really that. think about. But with that, but would you are you would you suggest? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And, and hold on right. for a second, too, man, because you know the. Um, Initially, when reparations was uh, was passed, it was forty acres in the mule, right? So you got to interest and all that stuff. One of the arguments, you know, that that people have, you know, people who who would be considered extreme advocates for uh, the reparations, and I I, I wouldn't call them that, but they say that they want the equivalent of that, whatever the cash equivalent of that is today. They want that, right? And we have to also acknowledge, like, what's the yeah. You talk about, come on, fam. Right. The, what what is that going to do to the economy? Well, it, it would boost the economy, but you don't give it all at once. What if you gave? Yeah, we take, get, take an take an example. <laughs> get, take take it like this. Let's let's use this example. Like, what if you gave? What if you got a monthly stipend every month? You got it for the rest of your life. Fifteen hundred dollars. That's all. Like fifteen hundred dollars. Not saying you give you give anybody three hundred thousand right. dollars, but if you got fifteen hundred dollars every day for the rest of your life, every right. month, every month. Right. That's so, that's going to stimulate the economy because it's not going to wipe the it's not going to wipe out everything. Like going you're going to take that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You're going to put it back into the economy. Look, yeah. Look at the stimulus for right. COVID. But and what's right. that? People can buy homes, send their kids to college. There's a lot. You, there's a lot you can do with it. This is and this is just. All right, you go ahead. Yeah, you coming in hot. But yeah, this you know, is also I, you know <laughs> you've been thinking about this. Yeah, I've had some conversations about it. We don't have enough conversations about this. We don't have enough conversations about this. You break it down like that, it makes sense. But then, are you going to put an income cap on it? Right. I didn't get a stimulus. And how much of your blood has to be? I didn't suffer during COVID. Yes, I did. So, I just want to circle back on something that I think Janetta mentioned, though. The problem would be everyone doesn't agree with that delivery method. So, like, you're pitching these, like, potential ideas, but there's always going to be somebody who's like, I want my shit up front. I want the lump sum. Where the lump sum at? And somebody's mad, right? There was also, there was also the, uh, the, um, idea of college loans, like suspending all the college debt that black people have, but not all black people have yeah, college, college debt. Which, right. which doesn't help everybody. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, know? but that, Again, no, it's, it's never going to be 100% everybody's everybody. going to agree with it, right? Yeah. But if you get it, it you can complain for a while. When you get that $1,500 every month, and I, again, I this is it. a random number I'm putting out here, right? I'm just randomly yeah, based yeah, on the yeah. conversation. Up but yeah, it could be $5,000 every month. But what's interesting, <laughs> I, I want to say that it's in, in Kuwait, in Kuwait and some of these, I'll say some of these uh, Middle Eastern countries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being funny. funny. Asheville actually did, 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 did reparations. Yeah, but no. What, what I was gonna, oh, for example, man. in in uh in the Middle East, and I heard this from my cousin who was living out in Kuwait for some years, that because they have so much oil, 
the people, everybody, every citizen in Kuwait gets a check every month. Wow. Like every month they get a check. Yeah. Now. You know the difference, right? There's a difference. Everybody in Kuwait. Is from Kuwait for the most part. Yeah, I mean it's a huge difference. I'm just and I'm just using an example. No, no, no. I my agree point, with you. I'm my just point is, is that is difference. If we if we keep working at it, we can come up with something that works. And, and everybody's never it's never going to be a point where everybody's happy. But if we just keep you know putting it away and never talking about it and just not doing anything, then we we're gonna have what we always have nothing. And and yo, you gonna keep giving us coins. And cats gonna be like, oh yeah, we got a coin. Like, yo, that ain't helping me. But at what in no point way, shape, or form. Do you say self-preservation? Yo, okay. you living anywhere. You gotta do what you gotta do regardless. So this goes back to I like the fact that you brought that up because when you're talking about like black people having solidarity, you know, you were saying that that's not really the issue. But it kinda it kinda is a major issue here, not necessarily with reparations, but you look at Charlotte. And I've, I've said this before, maybe on the podcast, where is the, the nice black side of Charlotte? We have all these black professionals here in the city, in the, in the outskirts. Where is the nice black side? Well, it used of to be where we're sitting now. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this was the nice yeah. black side of Charlotte. Yeah. Now, I don't know what, yeah. I can't tell you historically what created to be ripe for gentrification. Because one of the main things that makes somewhere ripe for gentrification is Low property values, yeah. low property proximity values, typically, and proximity. Yeah, proximity. But we've been proximity. This area that you're picking, right, is mm-hmm. what, what, what we talked about as yeah. black gentrification, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is because we got to get in and then be able to. Mm-hmm. But like you've always been right up from uptown. Why did not this area not become that? Because they bought everything else up first. Well, but- <laughs> not even that. It's really the city, the landscape of uptown. Complete. I mean, I've been here. It's going on 17 years, and it mm-hmm. did not look like that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that changes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which then, you know, they want to put up all these high rises. Everyone mm-hmm. doesn't want a high rise. Mm-hmm. So where do we go that's close where yeah. we can buy houses? Yeah. Here. Yeah. Wesley Heights. Like, you know what I mean? And Wesley Heights has shifted a, a dramatically. Crazy. Yes. I mean, yeah. Wesley Heights was do the hood. Do you think we treat our areas like, the same way that we might have been when this was that area? Yeah. So one of the biggest shifts in in Black history is the crack epidemic. Like yes. that. Not so prior to the Black prior to the crack epidemic, Black people were actually doing well. Like yeah. blue collar mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe even some white collar workers mm-hmm. were doing well. We had we, our families were together. Crack came in and shifted everything mm-hmm. into to what we see now. I mean, there's still crackheads running around out here now mm-hmm. in yeah. 2020. Too, you know, know, people still do crack. People like, still do crack. You know, <laughs> and this is we're talking forty years later. Yeah, like how is that still a, a problem in our community? And then heroin is even a thing again. So in your scenario, you moved into a neighborhood, and I had this conversation with a colleague down in Atlanta, which we all know there's like a lot of stuff is going on in Atlanta. Yeah, put his business. But like, <laughs> no, I mean, we we hit it out, went back and forth, <laughs> and like his thing was like, we got to move into our neighborhoods. And we got to take back, which is the conversation you and I had, like yeah. in this area, right? We buy our areas but back, no, right? But at the same time, our areas. But mm-hmm. see, now this gets back to his point about us not being on the same page because That's a solidarity challenge. Exactly. And, so and so I get that. Solidarity. It's also okay. So let's but think about. I think we both want is ultimately what I'm saying. How we go about it is the difference, but we both want it. Real quick. Part of the reason why I'm leaning into the solidarity idea is because with or without reparations, we still have enough economic power if we were to pull together that we could create Wakanda wherever we want to Mm -hmm. without without a reparation check. Yeah, the reparation check is old, right, to the demographic, but... We are scattered all over the place. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, like, oh, no. We've been talking about it for a while. That shit is past due. Yeah, it's past due. You know what I mean? Straight up. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, the solidarity, I do feel like, is an area of opportunity for black people. It is, because crabs in a barrel. And it's a shame that it's still like that today. Because there is, like, we we have crazy money in our, in our, culture in our economy mm-hmm. if we used it in the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, racism is systemic. Like it's by mm-hmm. design that oh, we absolutely. don't spend our money the way that, that yeah. we should. Yeah. Right. It's by design absolutely. that the dollar lasts in the hood for less than a day. Right. It's it's right. and I say the hood, I'm talking about black oh, people. Yeah. You know what black I mean? Like we just yeah. don't, and we don't reinvest our money. We don't, we don't collaborate nope. with any yeah. each other because we're typically trying to compete. But oh again, that gosh. can be boiled it's down to systemic. systemic. I mean yeah. it's, it's all a, it's systemic. A, 
training. So, so yeah, it's it's, it's all the way down ingrained into damn near our DNA. Four hundred yeah. years of that type of shit. Yeah. Plus. Right. right? We, when you get out of slavery, you still have Jim Crow and all these other right. things that affected us. And then you throw crack in there. Yeah. So then why? So then would you expect it to be any different? How do you make it? You mean today? You yeah. expect things to be Because really, I'm looking at what our conversation sounds like is a hamster wheel. Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's true. In order to get the money to stop like spinning it. at the top, we got to stop the cats at the bottom. But it's kind of hard because you're not. Bear, right. right in both cases, they're gonna rob me. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, <laughs> fam. In gentrified neighborhoods, I you become a victim. I become a victim. Whereas Sally can run down, the, run down the street with the kids and everything in the car, and won't nobody touch her. Yeah. But I think to your point of what you were saying earlier, so I ended up in this neighborhood because I worked with a guy who, uh, college educated brother, that said, "Look, man, you should look over here. They're already starting to gentrify yeah. anyway." We need to buy the neighborhood mm-hmm. back. And so I told these guys about it too. Like, look, you guys should look at this area. So mm-hmm. that is a part, part of what either one of you guys, one mm-hmm. of you, you were posted a minute ago. Like, we need to do that. Yeah. A part of it is keeping what we have yeah. and then also buying into it, right? But the issue in this neighborhood is you have 70% of the people in this neighborhood rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the owners, you don't know whether Ooh. they are. Yeah. They're not us. They're not and us. And if they are. Like, because these are older homes. Yeah. We sell. Uh, we and we've all selling. witnessed it. Yeah. Right? Or at least I can only speak for myself. We, yeah. But we sell grandma's house. I remember looking yeah, back at my grandma's house. My it's been so... Yeah. We went to go buy it back. And I was so happy about going to buy it back. And I looked at this little house that I grew up in. And my yeah. grandma and granddad bust their backs yeah. to have mm-hmm. in Wilmington. And now it's all Airbnb, and I'm like, it. Like my mom cried. Like I cried. That it hurt because now, yeah, you can buy your grandma's house for four times. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Instead of Same keeping it in family. But, you, but the problem is, they gentrify the area, the taxes go up. Mm-hmm. You can't afford it. Easiest way to take it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hear there's a um, there's a loophole in that, or there's a um, an opportunity if you're on... If you're beyond a certain age, or if there's like a uh, like social security, mm. you can go file some kind of tax like cash. exemption. It's probably oh, really? an exemption or something. So. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's interesting. So I think that is something for us to look into. Yeah, because I think that that's information that might just be out of a lot of people's. No, yeah, you're right. And that's also one of the problems as well is that we are not aware of all the opportunities that exist for us or for people in general right. that. You have foreigners who come into the country that actually take advantage of those opportunities because they go looking for it. Right. We we have a tendency to just don't take accept things as they are and yeah. don't want to listen. To people. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. and so again we we end up on this hamster wheel of it's just we we just keep talking about things and nothing's really changing. This is mm-hmm. like what do we need to do to really create actual change? Which is why I I I am I I I'm so frustrated by the pandering. That's what really yeah. gets under my skin because it's like, yo, that's not really giving us economic empowerment. Here, here we are again talking about something. You want to take statues down. Look, I'm, I'm all for taking these statues down. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> However, but they're going to put them in a museum now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so how much does it really, it doesn't really benefit us. Yeah, because nobody even cares about the statues. We didn't even, we didn't even notice them. We was even we was walking by him and not even thinking about him. But it doesn't put any money in our pockets. But, but to her point, and, I, and I've said that before. Well, when we didn't have it, we was like, at least give us this. Right. And then we get the at least because they're going to get you get the at least. Mm-hmm. And you're like, F that. I don't want that. I want this. Yeah. OK, now, if you just on everything you're giving, I'm not saying give us the crumbs and be OK with the crumbs. I'm saying we want more. But but keep. but in the moment, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, and right. not F that. Right. Yes, I want this. It's yeah. the and. And a lot of times it's F that yeah. I want this, yeah. not. Yes, and and that's and, that, and so so now now we're taking a step forward, right? Mm-hmm. This is pushing the agenda forward. Now we're not just saying, "Hey, okay, that's cool." F everything else is like, "Yo, okay, we'll we'll take that." And we're gonna need some economic empowerment as well. How mm-hmm. are we how are we gonna actually do something that's gonna create real change in our communities? I think when we begin to have those conversations and consistently have those conversations, then we can begin to see real change. Man, that's just, yeah. you know, that's my take. Yeah, so we, we do have to get out and vote. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah. For? We need to figure out for who. Like, that's the thing. It's like, we all have an opportunity, based on what you've done in your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. run for office. Do you right. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. And, 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 why are you trying to pull up Jay Alcatraz's 
double, you know what I'm saying? The drink he got off of, he's out. He's back with us. That's all that matters. He's behind, he's back behind those bars. He's back behind those bars. <laughs> the prison begins, begins in here. <laughs> but really, understanding who we should put in those offices. I think. I think that it actually touches on a, 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 a great third, topic. Right? Third or fourth party. Think of, look. Look at. Look at Reagan. Look at Trump. These were both mm-hmm. actors, man. So it's and and some of these guys have terrible backgrounds. And a, a part of the reason why people don't want to run is because they don't want their dirt dug up. But look. Everybody got some dirt. I was like, yo, anybody can be president. Yeah, any, president. Once, once you see that, anybody can be like, president. Now, again, I would tell you that we look between those two presidents and realize that one wore a tan suit and was almost court-martialed for it, and then the other one <laughs> said, F y'all, kill you, do whatever I want. Attack and the Capitol. Attack the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy, it So is. the privilege of saying, well, we try to change it by saying, oh, we're just going to get somebody else in. I don't think that that's necessarily an answer either. I think you got to buy your politicians like everybody else. But I think it's also stop focusing on the presidency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I agree. I agree. But uh, man, that that kind of makes me think about uh, this whole Kanye situation because he ran for president. Oh my god! I I didn't want to segue that way, but with the whole him running, just really to split the votes. The Democratic vote. That was that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of that. Do mm-hmm. you think those crabs in the like crab in the bucket shit? I don't know what. Honestly, I don't know what his end game is. I don't know what his end game is. Could, hold on, I want Eugene and Paul to defend it because you know. Hold on, now, now well, you. Yeah, both of us looked at like, what is he talking about? Nah, nah, look, because he can do no wrong. No, you did a no. track with him, comment, and you trying to. Oh, that was I, a nice I had to, I had to, I had to lift it up. He was putting me under here like I voted for Kanye. Yeah. I'm like, this is going bad horribly, <laughs> so quickly. Oh no, damn near didn't vote for nobody, which is my point that I was going to. Because mm-hmm. like we keep putting in, okay, so like we have these arguments, right? Mm-hmm. All right, He's the devil himself, right? And then a demon. <laughs> and we like, well, we're going to pick the demon. demon. Yeah. And like wholeheartedly. Yeah. And like, why are y'all not, why are y'all voting for Kanye to split it? And it's like, no, I don't want it to split it for a stupid reason. But at some point, if you want some change, there's going to have to be a split of this Democratic Party. Because yeah. they are not. The Democratic but Party in whole is not why in. Why would we vote for Kanye? So let me ask you. No, no, no. Make, make Kanye somebody else. But y'all are still, you can still make the argument that. Once you make it somebody else, let's say it's Jeremiah president, right? Somebody, I, you, I, I agree with a lot of the things that you say, and all, and he's in there for the right reason. But, but when he goes right. in there, he's gonna split this vote. So there's gonna take a dichot, a change in mindset to but, even take that because ninety percent of us are just gonna say, he no, I'm going Democratic." <laughs> he doesn't agree with so nothing I, I say. Believe I believe. I don't either. I don't, I don't believe. <laughs> You're jaded. It's systemic. But Again, we're studying focused on president. The president can't do anything without the House and the Senate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where we need to put the people. That's where the real change happens. Yeah. Yeah, well, even in our local local uh, elections yeah. as well. Yeah, that is long because we go House and Senate, and right about now, or at least for the last twenty years, the House and Senate pretty much just are different variations of the presidency, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but well, then that goes right. into Cherry yeah. Mandarin, right? Yeah, Cherry Mandarin makes I mean, sure that at the local here. level. But yeah. oh, that's my point. Cherry Mandarin makes sure that you're well. Perfect example. Gerrymandering was a big thing in North Carolina. Here has probably over the last eight years. Yeah. What if we and we have consistently been a red state? The only time that we, you know, mm-hmm. basically leaned blue was, was to get Trump out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were also trying to push that line to give the Republicans a greater area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they stopped it. So they did not allow it. But did they actually but did they make the change yet? Yeah. No, they didn't. They hadn't made the change. I think it was put to a vote and it was voted down. Mm, okay. And that was in this last election. Because I, I'm going to go back to it because I do remember like having it like that being a thing. But there was oh, also was like, thing. yeah, they voted to not. But then they still can't actually physically make the change, like redraw the line. Even though no, like, we can't push it back anymore. It. They were trying to push it back more. But what, Exactly. But, but it's already so heavily pushed back in their favor and they can't redraw it for another four to five years. Yeah. Is that, nope, we didn't get it for another 
15, but what you got you for another 10, and we'll figure out in the next 10 how to. But how again, to get it that. doesn't even matter when we're moving everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can draw your lines, but who lives there? Yeah. At the exactly. end of the day. So. Well, I, I think I know nobody's asking me this. But, but, but this is my point. It's, it's, it's advantageous to their, you know. Well, the reason I throw that out there is I don't know. If, like I don't know if everybody knows this, right? You know, people go to jail. Mm-hmm. Just portion a lot of black men go to jail. Black men, when you go out of jail, you can't vote, yeah, right? If you have a felony. Well, yeah. if you have a felony, yeah, exactly. Those that yes. do not, it varies. Yes. What yeah. you do is you create a privatized prison, and you move that privatized prison to a rural county. Rural counties are typically conservative. Guess what you get to do with all the votes inside that privatized prison? Take them. You get to take those votes. Those they used. To, well, I'm sorry, not the votes, but the population. Oh, they get okay. to take. Because they're as, as a population. representative of because they increase the and population. able to get so it's uh, like there's so yeah. many ways yeah. and so many systems. I never heard that. That's yeah, just, wow. and I, I mean, yeah. that's really yeah. heavy yeah. in yeah. it's really heavy in New Orleans where they have like parishes and stuff like that. These privatized prisons, and on top of that, privatized prisons do not have to give you the bare minimums and rights of state prisons. So they don't have to feed you. You don't have to have our oh, our yeah. outside. All you need is wow. a warehouse and a cot. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. You know, I mentioned Kanye earlier. Um, you know, that's a brother that has a whole lot going on right now. Even during that campaign, I didn't see a person who was the most mentally sound. Yeah, he, he, he seemed to be mentally stable. sound since his mother passed. They've been arguing. People yeah. make arguments against that, though. And, and they say as soon as we talk about AB, too, uh, from who was uh, also. Yeah. 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 But his Who's point, what he brought up, he's, work, he's, he's working with Kanye. He is. And he brought it up, and they both have brought it up that, like, quickly when a black male starts acting like not incongruous with everything else, the first thing that they say is he's crazy. And that's, in their cases, I kind of feel like it's true, but, like, that is quickly kind of put on to discount whatever is being said. Yeah, crazy is a loose term, though, right? We, we yeah. use that term a lot in our and, community. And right? It's I super loose. Yeah, we say well, crazy, crazy for multiple different yeah. things, right? But it's actually mental issues that they're, that they're dealing with. And we I think everybody's aware of that. Um, we want to write people off as crazy. But now that mental health has become such a big part of, of what awareness is in people's awareness now through social media, the pandemic. But those guys were already a little bit off kilter prior to, right? Um, but Kanye also has a documentary out right now. I don't know if any. I haven't watched it. It's yet. it's oh pretty God, interesting. It's not. It's pretty interesting. Oh, no, it is. Nobody told me that the guy narrating it had literally the worst voice in America, oh, yeah, he, he, and I could not get past an episode yeah, and a half of listening to him. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not charismatic. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I can't argue. With and he puts like the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, ah. <laughs> Like, no lie, my man sounds like when you ask that one kid to read in class out loud, and he's like, uh, then I was enjoyed, elated. Shot time. Oh, my gosh, bro. Please. Country boy don't I'm tell sorry. me nothing. That's my two cents. <laughs> I couldn't get into it. But go ahead, Kanye's that documentary. Be a, that'll be it. So the reason why I brought the documentary up, though, was to Janetta's point, his mother. Like, you really were able to see the impact his mother had on his life and the reason why he really unraveled a bit and has been continuously unraveling over the course of the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years since she's passed away. And what are, what are we considering him unraveling? Like outside of this marriage, because somebody brought up oh, a point that's like, I mean, we're, we quickly to jump on Kanye and it's Kim's third divorce. It started um, with the hotel, the awards, him getting up on stage. He was drunk at the awards on Hennessy. Mm-hmm. He did that before, though, didn't he? That wasn't the that first. That was after. No, it was after his mom passed. That was okay. Yeah, and you know, it was just kind of downhill from there. Just you know, the behavior. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, I, but again, I think it's well. Mm-hmm. Let's not even talk about him getting looped into the Kardashians. I mean, even before he got looped in, what he did and said to Amber. Was crazy to me. What are you doing, say to him? Yeah, let's, I yeah. had to take a thousand baths, something crazy after being with her before he could be with Kim. Oh. But oh, you was good with that, Kim. Now look. 
Oh, he said that. I didn't hear yeah. I, I yeah, that. I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like, I don't know. I do think he talked in hyperbole. Like, I'm not yeah, saying, but, yeah, I'm just know. saying, like, everything he says is, like, so extreme, yeah. But to an extent, if you say, we we talk about how he was with his mother beforehand, he talked in hyperbole then. He's he just spoke about different things in hyperbole. Very audacious and very in your face. He's always been that person. Very self-confident. Yeah, if you, but if you listen, if you listen to the re- relation, if you listen and will watch the documentary and see the relationship that him and his mm-hmm. mother had, the way she spoke to him is yeah. what gave him that, that level mother. of confidence. Like she told him that there's one line that they really highlight in the film where she says, what does the giant see when he looks in the mirror? And she says nothing. And then they kind of break down what that, what that means. The giant's so, you know, big, he can't see himself, mm-hmm. but everybody else sees the giant. Right. Like even her breaking that down to him. I mean, this is like years ago when yeah, she told yeah, her. Oh, that. Yeah. And look at where he is today. And mm-hmm. she's like, look, and basically all of what she said, she said came to fruition. Came to fruition. Okay. You know? So what if she was still in the picture though? What right? Would he be? What Along would he the be? course of those experiences, she can bring him back. You know, that's that was yeah. his how did I describe it the other day? His uh anchor. Yeah. Is is like his anchor to the the, the Yeah, to reality, <laughs> to the to the human plane. Like yeah. other than that, he's He's so detached from everything that he, you know, he has these lofty dreams and he's able to create some amazing things. But because of he's, he's so detached, he's not able to really function at the level where we can really right. connect to him in the same way we could at, at one point. I read that quote. I mean, I heard her say that quote. I took it differently. But same, still, okay, still, still the same. How'd you take it, though? Still, just because she was the one who gave him humility. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like that's she was point. the one who like, okay. For example, I don't know if you, I picked this up from... Um, not a man apart. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. Law Biden Citizen. Okay. And there's a scene where the guy basically says to Jamie Foxx, he says, Marcus Aurelius, you know, Roman Empire, mm-hmm. used to have him hired a man that walked behind him and would whisper in his ear, you're only a man, you're only a man. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So that he never got to, too and too Kanye, Doesn't by losing happen. his mom, lost anybody that would give him that, you're only a man. Yeah, he doesn't have, he doesn't have someone in his ear to really like let him know where he is right and it's kind of to the point we're talking about the diddy conversation yesterday right and he mentioned that you know diddy is a boss he's like he he runs his organization like a mob boss and i i I, for some reason this morning i was still thinking about that and he said that uh i remember that there's a there's a a person in the mob called the consigliere the consigliere is the advisor to the mob boss and that person keeps the mob boss in check like kanye doesn't have Oh, he has a yes man. Oh, he has a yes man. Yes. But if he had, if you have anybody. a consigliere around you, that person is the person that's whispering in your ear. You're only a man, bro. That's what Tyson. Only that's what Tyson tells you. This happened to him. Yeah. It's so Tyson is so introspective in his older years. Through grace is all I can say yeah. because I don't know everything that had. No, he lost a child. I know that was a big thing. He lost a child. Um, but like he realized, like I think Jamie even said to me, he was like when he had lost all his money. He's like, man, you'd be upset. And he's like, I'm happy to have a bill when I lost all the money because now can't nobody take nothing. Nobody don't want anything from me. Yeah. And when you don't have that person to kind of check you, mm-hmm. specific, I'm not going to say specific, in your relationship too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In your relationship too, you can become like all about. And I think that it's good to have somebody that supports you and push you, you know what I'm saying, in a relationship. But you also got a person that got to kind of opposite you and yeah. be like, Let's think this let's, through. Let's think yeah. this through. Yeah. Kanye has uh, exhibited some really dangerous, uh, you know, behavior over the last several years. You know, and this is a situation where, you know, and we've talked about this before. Like, mm-hmm. I pray that we don't wake up one day and TMZ breaks a suicide, you know, situation with his brother. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's a lot of shit that I disagree with, but I am hoping that, you know, that doesn't happen. You know, right now... Black male suicides mm-hmm. is up. Um, so it says that there was a headline that said black male suicides are rising faster than any other racial group. Um, Paul, you had a. And I want to just delineate yeah. it's actually attempts because yeah. when it comes to suicide, it's broken down into three things okay. it's um, suicide, attempted suicide, and suicide idealization. And idealization is the thought process of, and they, 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 they yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's hard to skew, right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to like 
Quantify. Actually quantify because people, a lot of people have it and then you won't necessarily so say that they yeah. have it. Right. Um, but attempts is the highest, has been, had had a huge spike um, in the black male demographic. Suicide Prevention Month, month was February as well, right? Was it February? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Let's clarify. But there was a uh, thank you. There was a, uh, a a post that I saw. Uh, a woman posted it said it's Suicide Prevention Month, and just a reminder that affordable housing is suicide prevention. Livable wages mm. are suicide prevention. Universal health care is suicide prevention. All of those things that we were talking about as we got to this point. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's powerful, you know, because uh, one of the so gender roles is a red hot topic mm-hmm. in the black community. Right. And one of the things that presses down on black men in particular, you know, and black women have to deal with the other side of it is a man's ability or inability to provide. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And yes. what? Providing yes. today looks like is a lot different than what it looked like. Let, let me just quick, quickly interject: Suicide Prevention Month is actually in September. Okay, yeah. okay. But you're right to to your point. It is it is it, it's very different today than it was, you know, years ago. From what when when we had the standard when the standard was you know the man provides, and that's the expectation, which hasn't much changed. But now I made the delineation that there's a thing of attempts. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually get down into actual suicide, there is the thing to be said that I did not know in doing my research was that black men in our own demographic are much higher at risk for suicide mm-hmm. than black women, right? Mm-hmm. That's that meant that's from the National Institute of Mental Health. Okay. What I come to think of, some of the things that you just mentioned, is mm-hmm. where's the causation, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of that not feeling enough and then i think a big part of it is not being able to actually express it and have that conversation yeah. because while we all talk about the differences in we all talk about the differences in like men and women and the stuff that we go through mm-hmm. if they're if they're not allowed to express themselves mm-hmm. or it's never spoken this is never like general knowledge about like black men are really the people that like within our own demographic mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if that's the case it's very interesting that you hear a lot of black men, specifically when they get in trouble. The ones that get in trouble, I think, I think, are the ones that panic because we were talking about Tory Lanez earlier. Um, is that some statements will come out that are true? One of the things that he said was that black men do need a voice. We do. We don't need to wait until they've killed themselves, till there's been injury or whatever. Tory Lanez said that. Yeah. That's absolutely. Jeanette is, Jeanette is rolling her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Jeanette see that. And, and, and this is where I'm going with it. She gave me side eye. So this is where I'm going with it. We just gave you the stats. Mm-hmm. Black men are killing themselves at a higher rate than black women in our own yeah. demographic, right? Mm-hmm. What he's saying about not being heard, about it's not it's being time to look at it until he's going crazy, because we yeah. just talked about it with Kanye, yeah. is a real statement and real fact. It is. So let me ask you this. So is it that as men you are creating this safe space among yourselves? Or are, what? What's where's your outlet? I think that, Who should be your outlet? Go ahead, speak to it. No, I just wanted to jump in. I think that's part of it. Part of it is creating safe spaces for ourselves. But um, I think that a bigger issue that uh, you know we all need to figure out is I think a, a common thread is a lot of black men don't feel properly valued. <laughs> By who? Society. Okay. Including our women. I don't, I don't I will not I get that. it. But <laughs> but that is a part of it though. Right? Because But that's uh, the thing. So okay. So suicide mm-hmm. that comes back to yourself and your how you value like correct me. Because again, I, I you know depending I mean it could be it, the argument is always made that, that there's many Correlations is many factors that cause it, but yeah. mental health is one, and specifically, on, okay, because we'll, we'll, I can go and say in the because this is also there in the black community. You have the gatekeeper, which is being the church, right? Mm-hmm. That's one part of it, and then in our own families, we don't have the discussion. Typically, the gatekeeper when it comes to churches, black families, um, not just like single black men. I, that, I'm just 
dive down to that point before you go ahead and finish. So, no, what I'm saying is, like, you don't feel valued, right? Many, and I many under, black men. Right, well, I'm yeah. saying you as a black man, yeah. not you and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've you experienced it. I felt that way. I felt that From way. who? Society at large. Okay, so that's even, the thing. I would say it's more so society than your black women. No, but that's but that is a part of it. for black men. No, nah, that's not entirely mm-hmm. true either, though. Because really? so it's easy well, for us... You- Hold on. It's easy for us to log on to social media, for example, which everyone does, and to be bombarded by harsh criticism. So a lot of times... Everybody. Man, woman. You know what I mean? That's everybody. So black men, I don't. I think have... And you have to speak to this. I don't see as many black men jumping online and totally hanging black women. Now, I do acknowledge that it happened in the 90s in our music, especially. You just mentioned Tory Lanez, but... I digress. That's actually a double-edged sword coming back to bite you, but I want to hear my Yeah, so, so when I log on to social media, for example, I think that a lot of times the women like yourself who have uh, more healthy, uplifting views about black men tend to be more silent on these platforms, which is understandable because it's mature. Right? But this is the thing. But, social media being your source is the problem. Exactly. But what, what I'm saying though is <laughs> that what we're exposed to though, what we're... To, That's what, what we, you're exposing yourself to. So but, I'm getting it back to where it has to be, it has to start with yourself. Yes. I get it. I get it. But what I'm, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at though, what I'm trying to articulate is it's easy to walk out there and be bombarded by harsh criticism, whether it's online, whether it's the denial of an opportunity for a job, whether it's being qualified for a loan during the pandemic and being denied for it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's easy to run into the discrimination and the lack of appreciation just solely because of who you are. But you don't think black women go through that too? I do. Okay. I, I don't I do. think that I, just for a moment. I didn't hear Jeremiah say that black women don't. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, my point in saying that is that you guys aren't the only ones going through these same issues. It still goes back to how do we deal with them? Yeah, and I think the boss question was like, yeah. go ahead. If two things, mm-hmm. three. No. The first thing I'm going to say, is, no, it's going to be real quick. <laughs> no, two. So Jeremiah said, said these are the things that are affecting black men. Mm-hmm. Your response was, yeah, but black women going through it too. Because what I'm saying is it's a community issue. It's not just, and we always pit the black man against the black woman. And I don't. I agree with that. That's a problem. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. So that's my part that I'm taking away from it is without me saying I'm blaming anybody for this. And I, I think that a lot of times in conversations when it gets to black men go through A, it there's a response that, well, black women go through A. Exactly. Well, and it's like and nobody's reason, saying. No, no, wait, the reason, yes, go ahead. Fire, fire. <laughs> See? Hurry up. So, <laughs> but this is going to my point because it's, okay, bam. Yeah, you're responding back and I'm just telling you about me. That's the first thing, right? Secondly, Tori, the way we started this segment, made a comment that was true. But because it was Tory and the things that he has done, we shut it down quickly. No, no, no. Through, and, and the third part. And what he said was true. Okay. But I just don't want to hear it from Tory. I got you. I got you. Because you don't want to hear it from Tory. So Tory needs to shut up and not talk. So the third part, right? The third part that kind of leads into it. Okay. So you won't listen to Tory because of what he said. But even in his situation, the reason that you won't listen to Tory, which I was guilty of it too, is immediately said Tory did what he did. I'm not saying whether he did or he did, but things are starting to come out as though he might have been right there too, but because he's already been tarnished, nobody wants to hear him say it. And that conversation can be had of many black men that go get locked up in jail, whatever it is, once you've done your wrong, don't talk anymore. And now you've got an increase of black male suicides that nobody, that everybody just wants to say that nobody wants to hear them talk. And then they want to say, do it yourself. (laughs) Now, and, and this is the thing. Create so the safe reason, spaces. Yes. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to. You have to do that amongst your community as a black male. Because again, if it all depends on who you need to, who do you need to hear it from? Yeah, but we were just talking uh-uh, to you about it. And you was like, nah, nah, black women. We Paul, do. be quiet. And the reason I said that <laughs> is because at work, like, so I lead diversity and inclusion. 
And when I was setting up my council, I made sure we had black men on there. You know why? Because you're usually not on those councils. Mm -hmm. So you're not even, your voice is not getting heard. I'm creating a platform. So yes, I'm going to take offense when you say black women don't stand for black men because fuck that shit. Because who did I need to get on that board? No, yes. But that's the thing. But, yeah, <laughs> the thing. No, it's not. Well, no, I can't. I got a question. Look, you said I got to get Paul real quick. I don't know. Let me put that back in the spot. Let me get this off real quick. Showing out over here. No, my point is, it's not that they need me to get on that council. You guys won't step up to be on that council. You won't. Because you know why? You don't want to play the politics. It's politics. It's a lot of politics. Corporate America. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. 1,000%. I and say, I don't agree with playing it, but to succeed, that's what to make a difference, and I may not see that difference, but mm-hmm. who's coming behind me is who I'm paving that path for. I'm going to just do some real Maybe. quickness. I'm no, thank you. Okay. You know. Say maybe. <laughs> well, for me, agreeing with me. Well, for me personally, <laughs> if anybody loves me, I don't mind playing the political game. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm it's, saying. My, it, it's what I got to so, do. But the argument could be but the argument could be made that the reason why I typically I'm not in those positions is so maybe I've seen as more threatening than yourself. I just uh, shared something that uh, a I'm a threat. No, I, I'm saying maybe I'm maybe they put you on the board as opposed to me because I'm more less threat. You're less threatening, at least ideally. Yes, and I think it's also in the way that we kind of so. Okay, I have two black men on the council, mm-hmm. and I'm literally, they'll tell me a situation, and I'm telling them, talking them through it, because mm-hmm. as much as we want to react in a certain way, you're only going to get labeled in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you got to do it a different way. Yeah. Let me, uh, to Janetta's uh, point about diversity and inclusion and running shit on the board and all of that. <clears throat> so one of our close friends, Steve, friend of the uh, podcast, sent us uh like a screenshot of diversity training that he has to take mm-hmm. okay being onboarded in his new opportunity and in it the screenshot shows his his you know progress so the first category was uh LGBT. yes equality okay <laughs> latinos <laughs> was second the screenshots uh shows um a male and a female then there's veterans, and it shows every like a, a group of people in uniform. And then the next category is women, and it has a, a picture of a black woman. Oh, I, I know why. Well, and then it has disability, and that's it. So it's not addressing black. It's not addressing Asian. Like, there's a problem with that whole thing. People of color. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they will target black women mm-hmm. because we satisfy two. You're mm-hmm. a woman and, you're and a person black. of color. Mm-hmm. And actually, three. Yeah. And you're black. And you're black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is problematic. Absolutely. However, I'm not going to de- decline the position. No. You got to take like, I got to be at the table. Now you got to step in and be the creative Which is exactly. why I'm asking maybe for you to help me <laughs> when you get let into those positions because it yeah. seems to be less likely that I might be in that position. Which also goes back to economic empowerment. When you're yeah. empowered economically, you can step into those roles and make those changes. Yes. Otherwise, they keep giving you coins and shit. Right. A lot right. of times too, Absolutely. man, you know, I want to help our brother Paul out. A lot of times when they recommend a black man just shave his have to be clean shaved, like just all the way off. No, you don't. Like, like, you dream, like the way you dream can't. I said this a very long time ago. I said this a very long time ago. If you don't want my beard, you don't want me. <laughs> I heard James Harden said the same thing. Yeah, well, you know the first job, the job that we worked together at um, in software. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was our manager that we had together. Yeah, yeah. And our manager came and said, "My first day," and I know you were a clean shaven guy. But I was like, should I cut it? Should I cut it? Should I cut it? You went there? And she said, I love your beard. And I was like, I ain't cutting it out another day of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're approaching the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, um, you know, talk we, about, we, we, one of the things that we threw out was black people in particular, men, you know, men and women need more safe spaces. Absolutely. So I think, you know, I think I thought it was kind of fly. Um, we encountered Issa's Airbnb. Janetta kind of was like, yeah, whatever. But I, you know, that was dope. I think how it's kind of dope. It, how much is it run for? Probably mad bread. Right. A lot mad of bread. bread. However, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. 
No, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Will Smith house was done like that too. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air joint was. was done like yeah, that. It really? Is, yeah. Oh wow, that's it dope. Is done like um, that, and I also felt like it's notable news. Um, I saw a headline that said um, like an umbilical cord or umbilical cord blood was used to help cure a woman of HIV and leukemia. Um, is that not all over the news? Yeah, uh, so I don't know. <laughs> is it is it fake news though? Is it real? Because that, that's the problem with social media is that we get so many things thrown at. I'm not saying that it is yeah. fake news. I'm yeah, just saying it was baller alert. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh y'all don't touch y'all folks to get you the real. No, it's, it's not. It's not the real touch y'all folks. But the problem yeah. is you got you, you need verified sources though. You do need verified sources yeah. to confirm these things. But you know that could be. Well, it came from. And this yeah. can go into a whole another rabbit hole because I watched that social. Uh, you did watch it? I watched it today. Uh, and it was, what's the name of it again? So the uh, social. Oh my God. Not the, not the animal, not the social. Uh, it's the, it's the second one. I'm, I'm going to look oh, it up. Man. I'm going to tell you right oh, now. So, I'm, and that's bro. the reason why. <laughs> He's still playing footsie with you. I kicked that, man. man. <laughs> chill, chill with the, with the footsie, <laughs> man. Chill. Share with the footsie. So it's called the social dilemma. Yeah. Uh, so we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole tonight, but it, it talked a bit about next episode. Um, fake news and, and how we get so it's all through algorithms and it's being thrown in. So yeah, yeah, that those thoughts because I'm gonna go into it. But I'm gonna say this real quick. <laughs> social media, and I was just messing with Janetta a little bit, and I love to stay that part, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think when it comes to our relationships between one another, I know they noticed in the show where they talked about the left and the right politically was never so far spread apart, but social media basically came in and made it bigger because you only watch what you agree with. Yeah. I think well, this, no, it only shows you. Yes. You, you know right. It only saying? shows you. Yeah. Right. But then I think that has happened in our relationships as well. Like Jeremiah said, I get on and I see 5,000 women saying I hate men with beards. I'm be like, Oh, they hate men with beards out here. Yeah. That's what I'm. A, that's my gonna be my thought. And process. that's what's gonna be driving. And that's what's gonna keep and everything I'm gonna keep seeing. Yeah. And that's what's gonna keep driving to me. He don't like that. Keep putting that in front of him. Right. And then so when we get in these conversations, we're less likely to be agreeable. And so maybe some of the stuff that we need to do between black and black and brown women and men is just to actually have conversations and yeah. sit down, maybe have a stick. Yeah, what do Maybe I drive? Drink. We talk about this and pull all up a the time. chair and pull up all a chair. the filters on Instagram. I'm like, that's the only way you, you see and meet women is on Instagram. You worried about a filter? And we got real life filters too. Look, makeup this, is a real life filter. Yeah. Look, yo, oh, I'm starting. Yo, this hold on, hold on. Listen, 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 listen yo. I'm good in these streets, baby. Hey. Hey. Chopping it up with us, always, yeah. always. What's it called when a professor like stays at the school for adjunct? a minute? Is it adjunct? It's adjunct. Adjunct, right? adjunct until yeah. to yeah. tenure. Absolutely. So right. we'll have Absolutely. more discussion, okay. no doubt. <laughs> Yo, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>